Broken Bulbs is a proud member of the Create Fine and is produced by Mecco Radio. Normally what happens is I lock the girl in the trunk, I drop the keys on the stage, we do the thing, she comes out, unlocks the trunk, bada bing, bada boom. This time, we're doing the trick, I make the switch, I'm in the trunk, she's outside. I'm in there, I'm going, okay, now she's going to unlock the trunk, and I'm waiting. And I'm waiting, I hear the music going, and I'm thinking, why isn't she unlocking the trunk? I don't understand. And then I feel in my pocket are the keys. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by Fred Moore. He previously featured on episodes 81 and 112 of Broken Bulbs, so make sure you go back and check those out as well. Now, as an entertainer and speaker, Fred has spent the past 25 years wowing audiences in over 30 countries. He mixes humor and magic with hard-learned life lessons to help develop positive mindsets. And he says his greatest trick is getting to do what he does for work. But while performing, he had a magic trick go terribly wrong. That's coming up after the break. Hey guys, real quick before we get into today's show, I just wanted to say a huge thank you for listening and thank you for all the ways that you offer support, whether it's through reviews or sharing it with a friend or family member who you think would get something out of this episode. If you want to find more ways to support us, you can go to mechoradio.com slash support. That's M-E-C-H-O radio.com slash support. Again, that's mechoradio.com slash support. And with that, let's get on to today's show. Fred Moore, ready to talk about yet another one of your broken bulbs? Bring it on. Bring it on. (laughs) Okay. So you have a background in magic and performance. And I imagine you can't go through life performing without messing up here and there. I know I've called guests by the wrong names before and have done other silly gaffes on the podcast. So fill me in. Uh, Tell us the story of one of these mistakes. Well, I've never, ever failed and made a mistake at anything. Hey, interview's over. Good night. (laughs) Mic drop. Okay. The funny thing is, being a magician, it's very, very strange. If you see another performer, right, you go to see a singer or or, or a comedian, you want the singer to sing well, right? You want the comedian to be funny. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people, when they go to see a magician, they hope the magician screws up. Because then they can find out the secret (laughs) behind the trick they're doing. That's true. Right? (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, most people don't think about this. But, you know, can you imagine walking on stage having that you know people going i hope he screws up and i've done a lot of work at theme parks over the years which is awesome experience because they say you need uh, ten thousand hours to be uh, good at something mm-hmm. first theme park i worked at i did 500 shows in four months five shows a day six days a week when you do something like that you polish the act really well you get good at it fast because you're doing it over and over and over and over again and you find out what can go wrong and then either what to do about it or what to prevent it from happening again. So it's great experience. Well, this one theme park I was working up up in Ohio, a place called Geauga Lake. And we were doing our show, and the show was at this outdoor gazebo. We were covered, but the audience wasn't. And they had a couple of other shows in the park. This particular day in Ohio, it was just one of those rainy, rainy days where you knew it just wasn't going to stop, which meant no one was going to sit down and watch my show. 
then I got, you know, I'm not that good. Then I got to sit in the rain a lot. So what they ended up doing was moving us to a different location. There was a country and Western show going on that was a covered pavilion. So in between their shows, we did our show. So it was a different performing situation. We're still doing the same show, but things were just a little slightly off. So the big closing trick is a trick called the substitution trunk or metamorphosis. And it's basically a packing crate that the girl gets locked into a bag, into the crate. The magician stands on top, raises a curtain, drops the curtain, and then the girl's there. And the magician is in the trunk. And it happens, you know, in an instant. And she unlocks the trunk. The magician comes out. Ta-da. Really cool trick. Been doing it hundreds and hundreds of times at this point. But this day was a little bit different. Because it was a different location, things were just a little bit off. So we're doing the show. Show's going great. And the other performers in the Country and Western show would come out and watch our show, and we watched their show, and we got to be friends and joke around with each other. It was great. Doing the show, doing the last trick. Normally what happens is I lock the girl in the trunk. I drop the keys on the stage. We do the thing. She comes out, unlocks the trunk. Bada bing, bada boom. This time, we're doing the trick. I make the switch. I'm in the trunk, she's outside. I'm in there, I'm going, okay, now she's gonna unlock the trunk and I'm waiting. And I'm waiting, I hear the music going and I'm thinking, why isn't she unlocking the trunk? I don't understand. And then I feel in my pocket are the <laughs> keys to the lock that is on the outside of, 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 of the trunk. <laughs> and I can hear her like she's looking for the keys because normally they're right there. I don't understand what's going on. And finally she comes up and on the box and she's like, Fred, Fred, I'm like what? She's like, where are the keys? And I go, they're in my pocket. And she's like, what? I go, they're in my pocket. And she's like, what do we do? And I say, thinking quickly, I got to give myself credit for this. I thought quickly enough I, because one of two things could happen. Well, one of three things. Uh, one, I could expose the trick and get out in front of everybody. And I didn't want to do that because, you know, I'd be thrown out of the guild um, for exposing the trick, uh, <laughs> which there is no guild. And number two, she could push the box off the stage and say, that's it, folks. Bye bye. You know, <laughs> and, and the show would end with wah, 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 you know, or we could do what we did. So she's like, what do we do? I said, do it again. She goes, what? I said, do the trick again. So she gets out on top of the box, raises the curtain, drops it. I'm there again. I reach in, pull the keys out, drop them on the stage, raise the curtain. She's back again. I'm back in the trunk. She hops down, unlocks the trunk. Bada bing, bada boom. Amazing. The audience went nuts. And half of them, their heads were kind of cocked like, you know, that dog. You know, when, when you make the funny sound, the dog looks at you like, oh. The, the crew and the other performers are hysterical because they know what's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. And they're like, this is not supposed to happen and all that. No, as far as the audience knew, you know, that was just a, a strange thing. Uh, they, half of them probably didn't realize that that's not the way it usually goes. Uh, but it was hilarious. And it's interesting because magic, people don't really know what the result is going to be. They, they think maybe they do know. But so that's kind of an advantage as a magician. You know, my, my idea is like, all right, your card's going to appear in my pocket, but it doesn't. 
So I just name your card instead. So they don't know the result, but I can work around. But in a situation like this with that, with that illusion, there's not much you can do. <laughs> I love that. I love the way, you know, you can tell a good performer by the way that they adapt when things go wrong. And I've had, I've had a couple people on the podcast talk about when things go wrong. And one of them said, they don't know your script. They don't know how it's supposed to go down. So just roll with it. And that was his experience when he got stage fright. I had another guest who talked about uh, she messed up a solo, but you know, you can, you can fix it. You can smooth it over. Nobody knows your script. And, and I just think that's a thoroughly entertaining story. So thank you. And I love the way that you turn to just adapting. Let's just do it again. Let's do this reversal. The audience doesn't need to know. They, they'll be entertained either way. So that's fantastic. Of course, I like to leave time at the end for you to plug your stuff. So tell us where we can find you and get involved with what you're doing now. Absolutely. Do so much more.com is the website. Uh, I speak on productivity. There's some entertaining videos on there as well. Anything I do, whether it's speaking or present or presenting presentation in the lead, <laughs> I speak very well. My English uh, presenting is always geared for fun. That's just my nature. Uh, I like to laugh. I mean, hey, look at me. What's not to laugh at, right? Uh, so yeah, do so much more.com on there is, uh, uh, you can download a PDF. It's nine tips on how to help you get more hours out of your week and out of your life for that, uh, free time that we're all looking to get. You can find me on YouTube, Fred on youtube.com, Fred on facebook.com, link with Fred.com for LinkedIn. I'm just full of URLs. I love that. Uh, you, you've probably got about as many domains saved up as I do. And uh, I think that's the sign of a true creative. It's an addiction so, we have. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It seriously is. Uh, so thanks, Fred, for joining me again. Thank you, Alex. And thank you for listening. Improvise. Make the most of the situation you're in. Take the elements at your disposal and improvise something great. Maybe even better than what you had before. Special thank you to Fred Moore for joining me once again and being willing to talk about his broken bulbs. Be sure to check out all of his work linked down in the show notes. And make sure you check out episodes 81 and 112 of Broken Bulbs as well for more Fred Moore. And if you want to support Broken Bulbs and the rest of the work I do, please visit mechoradio.com support. That's M-E-C-H-O radio.com support. Or click the first link in the show notes. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Fine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gepsison, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.